Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Other Room. We are very excited for this episode. This is a recording from our Treat Yourself event on wellness. Holistic wellness for the mind, body, soul, and spirit that we had recently. And we really hope that you do enjoy it. I mean, if you missed out, then that's... (laughs) That's on you, really, because we had so much fun. I mean, you would hear from this recording. And hopefully you can make it to the next one. Don't miss out because I want to hear you are doing yourself. Okay, enjoy. Everybody, welcome. One of the first things I would like everybody to do, if you're sitting in the back, could you come closer? There's like three ladies in the back. Could y'all come closer? We're family. Yeah, I want the sexiness close to me. Yes. Okay, good. Everybody, we're close. So what we're going to do is I want to first say welcome, welcome, welcome. Congratulations. We found each other. I'm so happy. This is your the Treat Yourself event. This is the second edition, like she said. The first event, I think, was about like sexual wellness and health and different things like that. Girl, it was over the top. We was in here gossiping. We was in here telling details, sharing secrets. So when the holistic um, event, this one came around, they asked me to host. And I'm like, okay, I don't mind. So holistic, I really want you to understand the meaning of that word because it's become like a buzzword to where everybody's using it for everything. Like even today on Instagram, I seen someone put holistic financial planning. And as much as I want to give that something, I don't want to give it anything. I don't want to give it anything. I want to just say that you put holistic in there so it'll pull up. Because financial planning is financial planning, girl. Stop playing in my face. So definitely, uh, holistic is really understanding taking care of all parts of your body. Thinking of your body as one thing. As opposed to, if I'm financially good, then I'm good. I'm straight. If me and my man got money, I'm good, girl. I don't care what he do. I'm good. You're not good. You're not good. You have to take care of all parts of your body for you to truly be healthy. So that's what we're talking about today. Holistic wellness, holistic health. We have some awesome speakers today. I'm going to first let them introduce themselves and, you know, give you a little intro into. Let me tell you something. Do do y'all have y'all little chart? If I tell y'all, I already knew Nana was going to bring out a chart. <laughs> and and baby, the last time she put a chart on me, it had me going home talking to my mom like, you know what? I'm unbalanced. I learned today. <laughs> I learned today I'm not balanced. Nana showed me on a chart. You did, Baby had all of us ladies looking at each other like, we need to do better. We need to do better. She was teaching us how to prioritize the big things and little things in your life and how many times we were making little things into big things. So it was a really, it was a really, really cool lesson. So I'm sure today with this chart, we're going to bust down some things and it has colors on it. So, you know, I'm about that life. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves and then we're going to go over what sections of wellness we're going to get into. And let me tell y'all right now, if this is, if this is your first time meeting me, I'm the original miss. I'm going to introduce myself after. But, baby, I tell it like it is. I tell the truth. So y'all got to be ready for the truth. So let's start right here with, with my lovely friend. Let's go into it. Thank you, Maya. Um, original Houston hottie. <laughs> um, hi, everybody. My name is Nana Kunama. I've seen some familiar faces. Um, so just a little bit about what I've done, what I do. 
Um, I have a background in biological sciences as well as a master's of public health um, in health management and policy from Columbia University in New York. And um, for the past few years, I've been focused on building content around wellness, specifically in the Guinean context and living in Accra. And um, recently finished uh, my health coaching program, so I'm officially officially a certified health coach as well. Yay! Yes, black woman, black woman. <laughs> Baby, she said, "Bring that applause out." <laughs> I took a course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Pause, clap." Right. My journey um, through wellness has gone through so many different iterations, but primarily I've been focused in transforming my own health. Um, back in 2009, I became plant-based. I was vegan for a very long time and um, moved to Ghana, maintained that for a while, um, had a baby, and I've been eating fish a little bit more, but that's another conversation about transitioning back to full-blown vegan and I'm just really here to just have an exchange, really, with my community um, of healers and, and, and practitioners and business people, just amazing people. Um, and so, you know, that's about it. I like long walks on the beach. Yay. <laughs> well, we're going to take one. <laughs> okay, my, my next seductive little sparkly tennis shoe lady. She know I like a sparkle. She wore those for me. I did. I did. I actually did. Thank you. So I'm Jijo Akutu. I, um, my journey to wellness has, I think it's just been transitions in my own life. Um, I started as a business person because um, both, both parents are very entrepreneurial. So I got that from them. So I just knew from a very early stage in life that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know where, but so then I studied business most of my life and um, I narrowed it down to marketing. But as I said, as I was trying, and, and then I have a passion for beauty and wellness, but it just, it just got focused recently because um, as I said, it's based on my own transition. So I started with a, a, beauty, um, a beauty salon where I was doing people's hair. And then um, I got to learn how they feel when they actually wash their hair. Because first the focus was on how they look, like the beauty, you know, how they look with the new hair, new nails and all of that. But it, it started getting interesting because as you wash their hair, the way they feel relaxed, the way they like, they just let go is amazing. And I love it for myself. So then I just decided to focus on that. So it went from hair to then spa treatments, massages, facial, and all the good things. I just I just like the good things, and I like people to experience the good things. So, And then I, I grew into becoming like a wellness spa, so then took the beauty out and then focused on wellness. Um, got married, had kids, saw how pregnancy was, saw how postpartum was, and then I got an opportunity to become a doula. And yes, I loved it. The, the course transformed my life because it wasn't just about pregnancy and postpartum. It was just about your life, your wellness. As you said, holistically, how you, you, you see yourself holistically. And it, it's been amazing. So then I just decided to like focus on, on that, help women. So 
Um, I have a wellness spa that is an organic spa, a holistic spa, but we also have a passion on focusing on women in their pregnancy stage and postpartum stage. So like we are with them throughout the whole journey, helping them to fight little baby blues, helping to fight postpartum depression as much as we can and making women feel comfortable in their own body whilst they, they transition through like a beautiful journey. So yes. That's a little bit about me. I'm here to also like make new friends. I'm here to yeah. listen. I like to listen a lot. I like to hear other people's perspective on things. So I hope this will be a fun session. And as you said, everybody's very open. So yes, well, you have <laughs> yes we, we have to be open. You have to speak your mind. This is definitely a safe place. And definitely this is Vegas. What? you say in Vegas will stay in Vegas. It's com we understand confidentiality because you have to have a space of like just being true to yourself and saying, okay, this is what I'm going to speak from my heart. So don't get in here amongst your sisters, amongst your tribe, where somebody's testimony can potentially hold information for you and then say, I'm not going to talk or I'm scared because somebody might say something. This is no shame zone, safe space. I got your back. We're going to be all right. And Gijo's Spa, the name of the spa is Float. And let me tell you something. It's everything. You're going to float. It's, it's a real spa. It's a spa experience from the customer service all the way. You got really, really good customer service because I'm that girl. I'm that girl that's like needs to feel special. Really good customer service. Really good treatment. I mean, you're really doing your thing it's so much. I respect that so much. If y'all want to clap for her, because y'all clap for Nana, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so to get everything started, we're going to just really go through um, a series of about six areas of wellness. And then we're going to apply those things to, or we're going to, I guess, apply those things to like holistic reasoning or like how we put it over our entire bodies or how it exists in our lives. We'll ask Nana some questions. She'll you know, offer out, you know, how she feels. She'll also share with us our chart we're going to learn today. And, of course, Ms. Gijo, she's definitely going to share some things today. And then we're going to take some time to learn about menstrual cups. And I have to be honest, y'all, I don't really know about menstrual cups. I mean, we've seen them, but every time I've seen one, somebody has been disrespecting me because I was like, how that's supposed to go? Where you telling me it's, it's going to go? So today we're going to learn the science because they're telling me, oh, you can put it in there and just go about your day. And I'm like, girl, you don't know me. You don't know what's going to happen to me. So we're going to learn the science of like how it works, why it's better. It's definitely clean for the earth. We need to be more responsible with the earth because we have nowhere else to live. I know I don't. I don't know if you do, but I don't, girl, because if they put me out of earth, <laughs> that's it. And I don't want to be up there with Elon Musk and um, whomever else is up there that's rich. I don't want to do it. So we're going to cover the areas of mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, occupational health, and social health. So you can put wellness to all those different um, subjects. So social wellness, occupational wellness, those are really important because people don't talk about those, occupational wellness and social wellness, especially social wellness. Because people think it's, oh, I'm just going to log out of social media and take some time off. Absolutely not. Social wellness is how you support yourself among others. 
as well as how you support people in your circle. So when I see you on social media and you're like, I got to cut my grass low so I can see the snakes, you might, you might be the snake. It might be you. You might be the drama. Some people are the drama, and they don't know they're the drama, and it's because they can't maintain good social wellness. Occupational wellness is a whole nother uh, thing. It, as much as it has to do with um, what you do at work or how you handle your work life, it also has to do with how you handle others, the boundaries you set around work and how it interacts with you, as well as knowing when to fold them and find you something else to do because you're killing yourself. So these are really big spaces. I really cannot wait to hear you know, what, what my two balanced sisters over here are going to add in for this information, but it's really, really great. I even want to read the, the words that are here in my notes regarding this. As much as these are all broad talk uh, topics, uh, mental wellness has uh, definitely one way to stimulate it is through forgiveness and meditation. You know, we talk about meditation a lot, but we don't talk about forgiveness Forgiveness is literally like leaving yesterday and yesterday and stepping forward into today. Right now, uh, you don't have to raise your hand because we friends. But how many of y'all are holding on and talking about something that happened yesterday and today? I know I am. Because my wig acting right today. But yesterday, baby, the wig was not doing what it needed to do. And I said, don't do this because you know we have somewhere to go tomorrow. So when I got up today, I was frustrated with my hair. I'm fixing it. I'm fixing but today is a whole nother day. Why am I acting like my wig's not going to act right today? Because it wasn't acting right yesterday. That's forgiveness. That's a big part of it. It's the tiny things like that that get you through. I wasted time being frustrated because the moment I put it on, this girl was looking right and I was ready to go out the door. So forgive mental wellness is a big part of that. Meditation and forgiveness. Physical wellness, that's your period, stigmas, period health. We're going to go over that a little bit. New periods, nutrition, CBD oils. Is somebody going to talk about CBD oils today? Tea, green juices, and vitamins. I hope Nana shares some of that because I'm always looking at her uh, Instagram story while I'm eating KFC going, oh, that, <laughs> that green juice look good. What are we eating organic today? <laughs> Tearing them fries down. I'll be like, well, look at chai seeds. Put a little chai seed on this. On this streetwise too, <laughs> put a little chai on there. But she does some some of your recipes. I've tried them. You made one with cucumber. I love cucumber. I think that was a long time ago. It was like a breakfast something you did with cucumbers, watermelons. It was so long ago because I even had to screenshot it. It was so long ago, girl. Even probably while you was pregnant, it was a long time ago. So she does some really cool recipes from time to time on her Instagram. Uh, spiritual wellness, mindfulness, yoga, prayer, meditation. We're really going to go into this uh, space of understanding what prayer is too, not in a religious way, but in a communal way. Because we forget that. Prayer is not just, God, give me this or send me this. Sometimes it's just a communal space. Um, to just share a personal instance, I'm by myself in Ghana. So sometimes it's just, or most of the time, it's just me. So prayer is communal time for me because I don't have anybody else. I don't have family here. So prayer gives me somebody to talk to. No shade. And God doesn't shade me. Occupational wellness, we kind of went over that. The balance of work life and social wellness. That's the support network of friends, family, 
friendship day, social anxiety, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be really, really cool. We'll start with Miss Nana. Do you want to do your chart first? Yeah. Because you have your own thing. So if everybody can just take this out and reference. Um, so what this is, it's called the Circle of Life. It's through the Institute of uh, Integrative um, Nutrition based in New York City. And if you look at it, you know, you're seeing what you'd expect on a wellness chart, right? Like a conversation about joy, creativity, finances, career, education. And essentially what this suggests um, is that there is something called primary food. Anybody want to guess what primary food is? Primary food. TFC? <laughs> Love the effort, but you're incorrect. <laughs> and, and the reason is that the idea is that primary food is everything else but the food you eat. That's actually secondary food. Because the irony is that we actually ingest everything that we are sort of um, engaging in, look at it as you're ingesting it, right? And really, secondary food, the food you eat, is such a small part of your everyday life. If we're working nine to five, your career is a huge part of what you are actually ingesting and digesting, right? That's the idea. So all these areas, I think maybe we should reduce the mind. All these areas work together to present wellness in your life. And the important thing is looking through and understanding where you would like to build more balance. And so an exercise that you can do, you don't have to do it now, but if you sort of took the center as um, zero and, um, and, you know, on every line, you just put a little dot to say, okay, joy, where I, am I on joy? Where am I on spirituality? And sort of like put a dot based on where you think you are. Um, the, outer, the other part of the circle would represent like the highest and the inner part of the circle will represent the lowest. So um, you would put like a dot and then try to like connect the dots to see what your circle is looking like. Um, the first time I did it, my circle looked a, like a polygon, like a very kind of like, <laughs> like a nine-pointed star. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because all of these touches on all the aspects of wellness that we're speaking about today, physical wellness, um, spiritual wellness, mental well-being, as well as occupational well-being, um, emotional well-being, all of that. They work together. They're not sort of like, separate it's holistic yeah whole body whole spirit whole soul yeah and oftentimes the word wellness um is used inter interchangeably with health and they're actually not the same thing right um health is a state of well-being across all of these pieces but what wellness is is really the approach to life it is sort of your and at will mind too our approach to life how do we enter or think through our physical health our mental health are we approaching it with a positive affect and a positive outlook um and so i employ you to think through that wellness is more about our attitude towards living 
in total sense. Um, and health is more about the state of our well-being. And so just make that differentiation. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, they obviously balance each other out and they're related. Um, that I really want you to think through wellness as your approach. Right? Like it's the approach. How exactly do you approach your mental health? Or do you approach your mental health? I think a lot of times we I know I've done this in the past, like placed it outside of what I thought was my experience. What is our approach to occupational health? Your job has an incredible amount of influence on your health. And we tend to ignore that quite a bit. And um, social health, right? We talk a lot, like Maya was saying, how do we interact with our community? But also another piece, um, because I grew up in the U.S., I have to bring this up. How does the world interact with me as a Black woman also affect my health? And being able to sort of identify that as well and differentiating that to know that, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, I had discovered that I was very angry. I had harbored a lot of anger after the election of Donald Trump, just to see how much like ugly came out of that and how much it actually affected the way I even saw the world. And it took some undoing. Right? It took time for me to be like, oh, wait a minute, this is actually something that has affected my internal state. And I need to sort of unpack it and understand it and see how it shows up in my life. And so wellness, your wellness will not always be at a high 10 because that's not what this is about. It's about the approach. And there's nothing wrong with approach. I think self-awareness is beautiful because there's it's like Maya saying her approach to life is well, right? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to I'm out here. aspire to health while eating KFC. Yeah. And like, we receive that. And I, and then I when see you that. The recipe, I was like, I can do that. It's going to get done. I ate it. I was like, I'm Nana today, right? Now. Exactly. I'm doing something. I'm active. But it's, it's, I really, that's why I always thank you so much. I always respect the chart situation so much because if you can just look at this chart, the first thing she said was the actual physical food we eat is secondary and everything on here is primary. So if you just think to yourself, how many minutes per day do you spend actually eating? Okay. How many minutes per day do you spend on Instagram looking at pictures? Or in traffic. Or Or at work repeating yourself. Being overtired of repeating yourself per my last email. All of that is like so important. She's trying to get you to realize that that how to balance out your primary food. Because absolutely, I love KFC, but I can't eat it every day. So with this being my primary food, as much as I might be okay with the coworker that gets on my nerves. I can't endure it every day. So I have to find some balance in my in that space. Or I, this might not be the work environment for me. I might need to start seeking something out. Even as we, we look here, she was like, which, uh, which ones are missing? And I had to look on here like, come on, girl, wait a minute, wait a minute. Even though the girl likes being thick and plush for the boys, I can be a little bit more physical active and not sexually physical activity, exercise. Okay, then let's throw it back in there then. 
Okay, I can definitely do that. And believe it or not, because I work so much, I don't have a, like, super social life. But being social is very, very, very important. And I'm really starting to see that, like, now. Because COVID made us, like, very antisocial. And now that I go back into social settings, I have a tiny bit of anxiety. So we, so it's natural if anybody else is experiencing that too. When we mix up and now that we're trying to activate without our mask, it's quite a bit of anxiety. And I mean, it's natural because for a whole year they was like, sit down, be quiet, be still, don't talk, wash your hands. You know, so my social life, I can be more uh, active. And as much as I am a joyful person, like I have a light spirit, I like how this is on here because I don't know how often I seek joy. I don't know how often I seek it. I don't know how often I get up and I'm like, I'm going to do something I like today because I don't. I usually have to get up and do the things that I need to do. And then when I have time for myself, I have to piece it out to talking to family answering things I missed and all that. So seeking joy. So how many of these primary foods are are you missing? And how are you going to, you know, infuse them back into your life? How are you going to, like she said, get it to satisfaction? Because you might be low, but we need you to be high. So I really I really like the circle of life. Let's go into a, a few questions, Miss Nana, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, what is wellness and what does it mean to you? As a woman, you've already explained what wellness is very thoroughly. Thank you. But what does it mean to, to you? Yeah, sure. Um, to me, wellness means freedom. Really just like the freedom to exist in my body, knowing that I am well and what that affords me. That gives me the freedom of movement, um, the freedom of connection, the freedom of choice, where I am able to fully exist in my, my body, um, connect with those I want to connect with and not have to put any other pressures on my body except for what I know I am able to give and able to receive. For me, total wellness and balance is, is that freedom. And it's freedom she to said say it's no, freedom right? to say it's no. I just to... wanted to throw that out there. You can say no. Yeah, because I think, well, a lot of, for me at least, I think, Wellness is is often defined by what I, I say no to, right? Like, no, I'm not going to engage in that conversation, right? Or no, I'm not going to eat that. Or no, I'm not going to overstretch myself and burn out. Saying no is just such a huge part of that. But having the freedom to say no, for me, really sort of like defines wellness for me. And it's that freedom to live life and walk through life knowing that I'm not battling any crazy ailment that I put onto myself and or to the freedom to also plan for the future because I know that I live. You know what, but let me ask you, how do you know when to say no? Like, how do you, you like, how do, because of course you have like that little voice that's inside that's like, I don't feel like doing that. But I kind of feel that way about everything. Like sometime in the middle of the night, I have to pee and I'll be like, I don't feel like doing that. You know, so, but how do you know in real life? Like, how, when is it, when is it like, okay, boundary time? When should I say no? What's, what's the signal? What's the sign I should be looking for in myself? I think it varies person to person. And we all sort of have the areas in our lives and the people in our lives we need to say no to. And 
I'm assuming everybody in here, if you're here, you probably already are either like practicing wellness, certain aspects of wellness in your lives. Um, and anybody here journal or write down their thoughts? Fantastic. I think that the best way to say no is to build your own self-awareness and build your own internal conversation and, you know, building the practice of knowing your own voice and heeding your own voice and respecting your own voice. And I think that most of us, especially as young women, I know that there's some people who grew up in the UK, some people who grew up in Ghana, some people who grew up in the US. I think what's universal growing up in any Ghanaian home anywhere in the world is that sort of pressure to be compliant. And so that constant voice being in your head of, can I say no? I'm a little lucky because I'm the second daughter and I see the pressure on my sister a little bit more to be more sort of like agreeable and to say yes. And so I have the, I guess, the <laughs> the luck of the draw of being the second daughter and being like, I have to say yes. And, you know, being like the last born, you kind of get away with a lot of, a lot more of that. But I think building your internal voice, building that self-awareness and just, it's a practice. It's like, when the more you do it, the better you become at it. You definitely have to write that one in your notes, building your self-awareness and definitely building your voice inside because that is the only way that I learned how to say no. And then also how to form the, I guess, boundaries that I wanted in friendships and life and relationships. I grew up with, without my father, so I didn't know how to balance relationships. I was kind of just going in a relationship blind, and I was experiencing a lot of stuff with men that I was uncomfortable with. But I didn't know if it was natural or not natural because I didn't have an example. So actually during COVID, I decided to be celibate, go through my, you know, go through the motions. And the celibacy, you know, in that time, I started really hearing the little voice inside that was telling me I would appreciate a kind relationship. I want a really kind person. I want a person that thinks thoughtfully of me. But I wouldn't have heard that had I just been going at it, going at it, going at it. And not really just, you know, applying and becoming self-aware and taking the time with myself. Miss Nana, I enjoy everything that you offer. Everybody give Nana a hand. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And now we're going to move on to my lovely, lovely Jijo. That's going to be my new name when the boys call. I'm going to say, uh, Jijo is busy. Leave me. <laughs> it's just a seductive name. I'm telling you, she's so cute. Okay, so we're going to go into a lot of the same thing. I want to give you space also um, to talk about um, mental wellness, physical wellness, and different aspects that you want to hit on. I want to give you that space. And can, then we'll kind of circle back with a couple of questions. And then we'll give you all time to ask any of us you know, questions, okay? Okay. Thank you. And then I've learned a lot on your chats. I see home cooking. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I didn't know that was part of wellness. <laughs> you mean me doing the home cooking? Huh? <laughs> Just getting the right food. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So. 
Okay, so I'm going to go through the six dimensions of wellness. Um, so for me, wellness is is I I look at it as 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 a holistic approach where your mind, your soul, your body is all in sync, and it's a very difficult thing to do, but it it becomes easier when you're aware of yourself. So I would start with saying with wellness, you should first find yourself and you should be able to identify what, what, what it is for you. You know, what sparks certain emotions for you? What sparks negativity? What sparks positivity? Like just get to know yourself. And I know that alone is very, very hard. I literally accepted who I was just a few months ago because I went through something traumatic. Yeah, and then, <laughs> thank you. And in that moment, I was like, I was still me. I was like, okay, I've been fighting this. Because when people say to me, I see it as a very negative thing because I'm a very calm person. So usually people say, oh, you're, you're slow to act. You're slow. Like, I hate it when people say that to me. But when I found myself in a situation where that actually worked for me, I was like, oh, it's not a negative thing after all. It's actually a positive thing. And I, that was when I said, I was like, okay, you just deal with it. I don't care if you like it or not, but I love that about myself now. So, yes, that's a good thing. I want to start with mental wellness because I think that it is the foundation for every other aspect of our lives. From the, um, the list of things they gave us, it's, they are talking about meditation and forgiveness. Let me tackle forgiveness first. I think forgiveness is actually setting yourself free from the burden of carrying the pain of someone's mistake. Like, it really doesn't make sense. Someone offended you. That person made a mistake by hurting you, right? Now, you are holding on to it. And usually when people even do that, I don't think they go through as much pain as the one that has received it. Yeah, you know, but we are holding on to it and it's so hard to let go. But the moment you start seeing it as a good thing for yourself and we, we um, sometimes we get it wrong. Forgiving doesn't mean the next day smile at the person and say we are BFFs. No, you are letting, you are setting yourself free. If in that moment of freedom, you feel like, no, I don't feel good around this person. I don't think the energy around this person is good for me. I'm going to take a step back from the person. That is a, a great step to wellness. It doesn't mean you haven't forgiven. You have forgiven. You have let yourself free, but you're also creating boundaries. Yeah. You are pacing yourself from things that trigger negative emotions from you. Now, from my, um, from my course and the, the, the doula um, um, training that I took, um, is we have, as she said, everything around us is the primary food, right? And the food itself is the secondary food. And it's all true because everything around us ignites certain things in us. And every good thing we ever need in this world, on, on this earth, is within us. But it's so hard to find that because we are distracted by a lot of noise. And when I say noise, noise can come in various forms. Comments from people, our environment, our workplaces, our friends, sometimes even our family. Things that hinder us or that cause a sabotage from us to actually achieve something great are all of those primary things that we have to be very careful and very intentional about it. 
Now, I, 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 I just looked, um, I just Googled what mindfulness is. And it says that mindfulness is maintaining a moment-by-moment awareness of our thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations, surrounding them. That for me, the key word is maintaining because it has to be a consistent approach to what we want to get rid of. It has to, mindfulness is a consistent approach. And the awareness, the awareness is also important. It's identifying who you are, being very aware of yourself. What are the kind of things that trigger negative emotions in me? What are the kind of things that spark joy in me? If I'm able to identify that, and I'm very intentional about it, if it is eating ice cream and you feel like I have to have a, a, a what? <laughs> a bowl I'm of that ice girl. cream at night to feel good. I'm that girl. <laughs> and Pinkberry on Spintex. Don't find me. Yeah. I'm definitely that girl. Yeah, if that works for you, that's fine. But obviously, you have to also look at the health implication. But if just like a I'm not looking at the health implication, <laughs> give me my joy. Balance. Listen. Listen. Balance. Balance. You got to balance the joy with the physical. Listen. <laughs> yeah, see, balance is another, it's another topic on this one. Because when you said your balanced sisters, I was like, wait a minute. I don't think I'm that balanced. <laughs> you yeah, are. Man. You are. You're taking a step forward. But you know what? Um, I, I want you to get a little bit into social wellness. Because... I'm black American. Okay. So I'm in Ghana, like a little transplant chilling. Definitely the social aspect of how everyone gets along, especially Ghanaian amongst yourself is different. Like the social responsibility of the wedding funeral thing on the weekend. My God. Oh, I have to, I, I experienced that too. My God. And it's like, it's so interconnected. And even sometimes you can have a disagreement with someone because they've said something that's past your boundary or offended you. So you need to take space from the person. And so you're not talking to the person. And then somebody will come and go, ah, but you didn't try. And it's like, she cursed me out. Like, what, what am I supposed to try and do? Like, how do you maintain uh, social wellness in such a connected yeah. space? First of all, social wellness is important. We need to build our network, right? But you also need to know what you're going in for, right? And you, you have to know what you're looking out for from that social network you want to belong to. If it is just for work net networking, I think you should be able to bring yourself to a point where you're not triggered by a lot of comments that people make because you're focused on your goal. Now say that in black and white because you said that real cute politically like Obama. Say that in black and white. <laughs> yeah, so as I'm saying, focus on the goal. If the goal is to network, find a business opportunity, just just shut the emotional path. Just just ignore other things that will trigger your emotions. It, there are different circles, and you should find a circle where you can explore other parts of you. So if you want a circle that you can actually explore your emotional being, then you should find like a tight that, that circle, circle where you can actually feel free and feel very like be able to be vulnerable as much as you want so it also means looking out for the right people create your own circle and it has to be very intentional create your own circle 
you can divide it. You can have a million acquaintances, but you have a few friends that, you know, with these close people, I can be vulnerable. I can show up my emotions. Yes, I can, you know, I can be free. And then if you're in a circle where you are supposed to just network, know people, make people know you, or, you know, so there's something about Ghana that they say you have to, especially when it comes to business or you're trying to create a community for your brand, you have to always find yourself in the right circle because people need to see that you're actually associated to their kind of people to be able to approach you. So if that is the goal for such network, then you should, first of all, read a lot of other people you are going to meet, inquire about them, know what they like, so that if you, you, if you decide to actually be a part of them, then it is your own choice. But if not, don't go there and start judging them because different circles have different beliefs. They have their own thing. They have their own beliefs. They have their certain things that they do to make themselves feel good. And if you do not learn about them and their beliefs are not as yours, the same as the yours. The same as yours. Yes. You'll feel that very shocked. That's bad, but you might be a little judgmental. And just by being judgmental, you kind of cause a little anxiety for yourself. Yes, being in that circle. So even with social wellness, I think everybody has to be very, very like mindful about it. Like be very intentional. You're not a bad person if you're here because you want to network with somebody. No, there's nothing wrong with it. You're not a bad person if you actually want to connect and be like, just speak to someone or make a friend. There's nothing wrong about it. But know why you are in a particular circle, okay? And just try and get the best out and of it. And then when you when don't you see, um, if you don't see yourself flourishing in that circle, sometimes you have to let it go. Sometimes you're a part of a circle for a certain amount of time. And then you kind of have to move on and be a part of another circle. Definitely in Ghana is one of those things, like she said, if you're looking for the 1% to come and patronize your business, you kind of have to mingle with the 1%. Or you can do business. Because money is green everywhere. In Ghana, too. The 10th city is green. You know, so if you go ahead and do business and present yourself in a certain way, I very seldomly have to blend within circles because I'm my own circle. I elude my own light. When I walk in the room, people want to talk to me. It's not the other way around. You might have that energy, you might not. But I even had to work up into that to that energy. I had to build tons of self-awareness. I had to build tons of confidence. I had to put on this bulletproof thing of it doesn't matter what they say about my hair, about me wearing black every single day. Like that part. You know, so if you know you haven't climbed up the stair in that way, but you're on your way, keep going. Keep building yourself up. Like she said, when you're part of that circle, see what the circle is. See how it benefits you. See what you enjoy about it. When you don't enjoy it no more, move around. Move around. Don't stay too long. That's the worst thing you could do. Definitely. You know, and... and Sorry. Especially when it comes to friendships that have been built over the years. You know, we all have like friends that we've had over the years, like childhood friends. But then it gets to a stage in life where people transition differently. Some people transition faster than others. So then you realize that your goals are not the same anymore. Your conversations are not the same anymore. You are, you are targeting different things. It's okay to move away from them, honestly, because at that point, they don't feel like they are 
there. So if you are in that circle and you have transitioned faster than your friends, they don't feel like they can relate to you because you're not having, you're not interested in the kind of conversations they're having. And you, on the other hand, is you're also feeling like, no, I'm not getting what I want. I want to grow, but they are not there yet. And maybe you might take it wrongly, you know. Sometimes maybe get married, have kids, and you don't have time anymore because of that old friends move away. It's fine. It's fine. I was having this discussion with my best friend. I was like, it's okay because as you grow, as you, as you meet other people, you definitely meet people that actually share the same vision as you. You meet people that are actually on the same path as you, and you would connect, and you you'll find something great from another friendship. It doesn't have to. You don't have to just stick to an old friendship just because it's old. It doesn't mean you're bad. You're just moving on. And when they catch up, they would understand right. you better. Yeah. If they're your true friend, they'll definitely, definitely understand because their life will be growing and evolving as well. And it also saves you from heartache because everybody's not going to progress in life at the same speed. or that you. And it could create an envious space if that person is still working themselves out. So always be mindful and have that understanding. So what we're going to do at this point, you know what? I did not introduce myself. I'm crazy. We're about to go into audience questions. We're going to let y'all ask us anything. Is it anything? Unfiltered, unlimited, no holes bar. Now, whatever answer come out, I don't know. Y'all going to have to deal with it. But I'm Maya James. I'm actually a video uh, professional expert. Uh, I've been coming back and forth to Ghana since 2014. I founded a school here and two other businesses. Uh, I primarily work a serial entrepreneur in the beauty industry. So tons of wholesale business, product development, curriculum writing, all that. I stay in the beauty sector. And I kind of started at the bottom with, you know, going to beauty school, working in a salon, and just worked my way up. What inspired me to just keep going and keep escalating was really that for real glass ceiling of black beauty making so much money. But when I went and looked at the curriculum, we were not included still to this day. When I looked at the beauty products, we weren't in the companies. When I went to the conventions, we weren't the owners of the conventions. So I started to convert myself to move into the spaces to make that happen. So, so far, I've been really successful at doing that. I'm so appreciative. I started my new company, Claim, which is uh, skincare, but it's more so, I don't want to use the word holistic. I like to say that it's like poetry within skincare. I want us to start romanticizing our bodies again. Like how often do you take a bath and you're like, my boobs look all right today. I'm popping. I really want us to move back into that space of really loving and paying attention to our bodies. Like, whole so that's what i do so you can follow me on social media chat with me in the dm let's gab so that's it guys we hope you enjoyed the episode we had so much fun at this event and hope to see you at the next one remember to follow us on twitter and instagram at gcrtor and listen to all our episodes at listen to gcr.com or wherever else you find your podcast remember also to rate comment subscribe And share with your friends. (laughs) 
This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.